Hey, good morning. Welcome to Business Brains and the Bottom Line Podcast. My name is Paul Delivery, your host, and my guest today is Tom Niavara. I hope I pronounced that right, Tom. Yep. Yeah. Close enough, Paul. Thanks yeah, for having me. You know, all, the, all those Polish names, they're hard to pronounce yeah. once in a while. <laughs> yeah. Tom, well, welcome to the show. Yep. Appreciate yeah. you. Appreciate yeah, you coming on. Yeah, thanks. So, Tom, you're the uh, global global and strategic accounts manager for Amazon Amazon Web Services, but... In social media circles, you're known as Tech Sales Tom. Yep, that's correct. Yeah, that's that's my name on uh, TikTok and then uh, Instagram, but mostly active on TikTok nowadays. Okay, so that's really why I wanted to have you on the show today. We're, I'm in technology sales as well, so I, I'm sure we can share some some good information on that end. But what got you started as kind of a content creator on TikTok and Instagram and all that? What what possessed you to do? Because it had to be something, sure. correct? Yeah, yeah. So. I was always kind of intrigued by like YouTube creators. Um, and I've always been like a big car and motorcycle guy. So a few years back, I tried recording on YouTube, you know, put out a few videos, but it, it takes a long time recording those like long videos and the editing and everything. So kind of dropped off after about like a year. And then about two years ago, I saw TikTok starting to take off. Um, I only knew it as really kind of like a music or, or dancing app, but uh, had heard that professionals were starting to get more active on there. Um, so I started posting some videos, mostly car videos actually. Okay. And then about like a year into it, started getting a good amount of questions asking, you know, what did I do for work? Um, so I posted a couple videos about, uh, tech sales and what that, what that role entails. And then got a lot of great engagement, a lot of great, um, uh, questions and then, um, a lot of good traction on that. So then I just ended up kind of going from there. So I, I enjoy kind of bringing transparency to the industry. Sure. Um, so a little bit of my background, both my parents were, are, are, uh, Polish immigrants. You know, I didn't have any connections within like the tech industry. I kind of, um, stumbled my way into it and I've done <laughs> like, you know, we, like we all do Tom, I think. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know it's a pretty big gap where there's a lot of info out there for software development or product managers, uh, but not a lot of, for like the non-engineering uh, roles within tech. So that's kind of like the niche that I fell in. And then um, so far, it's been going pretty good. I think I just passed like 186,000 followers on uh, on TikTok. Oh, wow. That was actually one of my questions. I didn't realize it was that much. Yeah. So how often are you, how often are you putting out content? Uh, you know, it, it really varies. So what I like about the, the platform, the whole short form video thing is you don't have to be like, super organized. You know, I try to do like at least like a post a day and there'll be some days where like I'll be on a roll, and I'll just record like you know, three or four videos in a row and then and then I'll post them out. Um but I'll 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 typically try to do like one one a day and then I'll mix it up between like variations on current trends and then like informational videos and then uh Q&A type videos sure. as well. And what's nice with the platform is I I essentially record everything just through my iPhone, through the native TikTok yeah. app. I, I edit it through there. So it, it keeps like the time commitment super low. Yeah. That's what, you know, that was what I was going to ask you was, uh, you know, you do have a day job, yep. right? And so how much time does this take? And it sounds like you, you got a pretty efficient system going right now. Yep. Yeah. If anything, what takes up more time is actually, I, I, uh, I'm fairly active in terms of responding to LinkedIn messages and Instagram DMs. I probably get 
at least like 20 a day from people asking me questions about tech sales, how to get in, people that are in the industry asking questions about how they could, you know, advance within their careers. So that probably actually takes up more time now than the than the actual posting. Yeah. So that kind of leads me to a topic I want to talk to you about, about social selling, right? Yep. You, to be active there, it does take a commitment, right? Like I, you know, me having this podcast, I'm pushing stuff out, content out every day. And I get a lot of people respond to me. It takes time, right? Oh, it, yeah. it is a commitment because you don't want to just say thanks, right? You got to engage at a certain level, right? What's your take on that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think a big thing with, uh, with social selling is, is just building a brand for yourself. Um, so I think it's especially important within selling. I guess there's a few different angles. So there's one, like you can, you can kind of build like an identity as like a thought leader within the space. So like if you're in cybersecurity or cloud, you can put out content, you know, within that space. Um, on my end, I'm kind of more focused on like the career coaching aspect. So I get quite sure. a few people reaching out there, but, um, but no, I, I think it's going to be, I think we're going to see the importance of that grow even more. I think even like on LinkedIn, you know, you're seeing probably how like they're, they're pushing more on like the, you can see how like the feed has changed over the years and yeah. types of content that they're promoting. Yeah, no doubt. So where do you get your content? I mean, to post something every day is tough mm-hmm. because you're trying to be fresh, trying to be new. Where are you getting your content? How are you coming up, coming up with it? Yeah. So I, um, so TikTok's actually probably like the only social media that I'm, I'm really on just like on my personal time. So I mean, what's, what's great with it is, you know, you know, you just scroll through, you, you see new videos pop up. So I, um, I just keep like a running list in my, in my, in my notes on my phone of like different topic ideas that kind of come up through, uh, 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 in my head throughout the day. And then as I see like the trends come up, the TikTok trends, they kind of cycle through fairly sure. quickly, like, you know, every you know three or four days or something. Yep. So then um, there's just some kind of creative brainstorming in terms of how can I relate that to some of, you know, one of these topics that I've, that I've thought of. So for me, it's, it's a very like ad hoc process, but I try to have some like daily consistency in terms of consuming the content, brainstorming ideas, and then, and then, you know, spending some time recording. Yeah. You know, I've heard, uh, when it comes to social selling, you've got to be consistent in putting out content, right? Yes. Like yep. you can't, you can't think you're going to put something out and a month later, put something else out and people are going yep. to actually follow you. So whether you like it or not, you got to put, you almost have to put something out every day. Exactly. Yeah. You do need that. And then um, some of the gurus, they'll say like, you should be putting out like 10 plus posts a day. I think if you do that, it's a good way to, to get burned out. Like if that's not yep. something that you're used to. So I think the consistency is the biggest thing. And then like set like, reasonable goals in terms of how active you're actually going to be on the platform. But, you know, even if it's like a fairly low level of activity, as long as you're consistent, yeah. what's nice with, you know, a lot of these platforms is there's a bit of like a snowball effect. So, you know, it takes a little while to build up your audience, but your older content is out, is out there already. So yeah. as long as you're consistent, eventually you'll get to a point where it just starts building momentum. Yeah. So I'm not, I have a TikTok account. Of don't use it that much. I'm going to start, I think. Um, all the posts, do they stay there permanently that people can go view? Yep. Yeah. So they stay on your profile. So people can go on your profile. You can create playlists and they can view all of the older videos. And actually what I'll often see is like in my notifications, I'll see people that'll go through and they like like 20 videos in a row. And I can tell that they, they stumbled across one of my videos and they kind of fell down a rabbit hole of consuming like a lot of my prior content. So yeah, they can, they can definitely go to your profile, view all your older videos and then TikTok, what they do is they have like the for you page. So their algorithm will push out content 
to to viewers, and they usually do your your most recent or your your trending videos um, for that. But it's a it's a fairly fairly accurate algorithm. Like I've had um I had one follower ask me um, if I knew of any resources or courses for learning cold emailing techniques, and I came across one from uh, Mailshake, and I put out a like just a quick video. I called out Mailshakes. They had like a free masterclass. It was like four hours or something. And within like the first like 500 views, I got a I got a LinkedIn message from like the CEO saying that he saw my post on his for you page, and like I didn't even like tag them uh, in the video yeah. or anything, which is kind of crazy. Um, so the algorithm is definitely pretty powerful in terms of getting your content in front of the right people. Yeah, they they definitely go go viral. I mean, it sounds like you've got a great following. And how long did it take you to uh, gather 180 some odd thousand followers? Yeah, so. I think it, to get to like the first hundred thousand, it was about a year, and then it started, you know, slowing down a little bit. Uh, it's kind of funny the way that the growth happens is usually you'll get like, you know, if you do it right, you'll get you'll get some videos that'll go like super viral. You'll get a ton of followers from that, and then your follower growth will stay kind of flat for a little while, and then it'll you know pick back up again. But yeah, it's been it's been about two years for me to get to uh, to the point that I'm at right now. That's impressive. That's, that's a lot of followers. And yeah. uh, do you feel the pressure that, oh man, I got to keep putting good stuff out because even on this podcast, right? I, you know, I'm always looking for good guests that are interesting and it mm-hmm. does become a little bit, a little bit of pressure there, right? Oh yeah, definitely. I mean, you, you know, cause like at first, like, you know, you're just kind of like putting out stuff there. You don't really care too much about the views, but then, uh, or the consistency, but I'm definitely at a point right now where like, I'm kind of more cognizant about like the type of content that I, that I put out that. Yeah. I want to make sure that the posts are like, you know, fairly high quality quality. Yep. And then so another thing that TikTok does is they also will punish you in the algorithm a little bit. If you kind of go off niche uh, because they tailor the audience in terms of who they're showing your content to based on your prior videos and they judge the performance of your future posts. So if you put out, you know, three posts in a row that, that don't do very well, it's going to start dinging you in terms of promotion of like future videos. So yeah, there definitely is like a little bit of that pressure there. Have you had much uh, negative responses on TikTok? You know, you know, there's, there's always, I call them keyboard tough guys out yeah. there. You know, everyone's yeah. a tough guy until, you know, like Mike yeah. Tyson said, everyone's a tough guy until you get punched in the face, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I've had a few, unfortunately, you know, not not too many. Um, usually they'll come out when I post, because I, I do a lot of posts about like pay transparency. And I think a lot of people are like skeptical in terms of like how much the tech industry pays or how much, you know, sales pays within within tech. So you'll get, you know, I'll get people that'll be skeptical of those. Uh, but for the most part, it's actually been fairly positive. Uh, I feel pretty fortunate. I follow, I'm connected with a, a few uh, female creators in, in the in the tech industry uh, that are on TikTok. And uh, their experience is actually quite different. I think uh, there's definitely like a lot more criticism towards the the female creators. It's too bad. In tech, yeah. Yeah. That is too bad. I hate to yeah. hear stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. but, but again, I, I refer back to the being a keyboard tough guy, you know, a lot yeah. of people, uh, they're brave sitting behind a keyboard, oh, but yeah. uh, they would never say it to your face. That that really frustrates me because I'm pretty, I try to pretty be pretty respectful on all social media yeah. platforms. If I don't agree with something where it be political or the way someone looks, I'm yeah. not going to say, I'm not going to reach out and say something yeah. negative. It just makes, it's just disrespectful. Yeah. You know what, what is interesting with TikTok is like, so they do allow you to do video replies to comments. So like, that'll be, that's how I do some of my Q and A. And then uh, sometimes I will do like a, a response to those types of comments and then ends up actually being like an interesting hook for like the video sure. 
topic that I have. So, and I've seen other creators do that too. Um, but for the most part, yeah, like the keyboard warriors, they're usually like, you know, nothing on their profile and they're just, you know, totally yeah. anonymous and so on. Yeah. Yeah. They're super brave, you know, but, yeah. uh, so how do you see this, you know, social media in general, whether it be TikTok or LinkedIn or whatever, how do you see that affecting the way guys like me and you sell in the future or yeah. today in, in the future, what's your take on that? Yeah. So I think uh, one of the trends that, you know, that we've seen, let's say within, within selling over the past, you know, five, 10 years is that, you know, buyers are entering the buying cycle at a later stage. So they're doing a lot of like research, you know, on their own. Um, and then a lot of times, by the time they're reaching out to the sales reps, they've already made a decision uh, for the, for the most part. And as sales reps, we want to get involved as early as we can within yeah. the buying process. That way we can, you know, drive influence and everything. So I think where, where social media is definitely going to help is it's going to it's going to help getting uh, help us get in front of customers um, indirectly earlier yeah. on in the buying process, um, and then also just building more trust and and credibility. I think with with customers too. So I think it, I think it, that's where we're going to see like the importance grow even even more. Yeah. And I think it's going to be especially important for like smaller startups as well. So I used to work at two smaller startups, and name recognition or brand recognition was definitely one of the challenges that you you face as opposed to like selling at a larger company, like yes. you spend, you know, like the first meeting or two building credibility there. So I think, I think we're going to see more software startups kind of focusing on their social media presence just to get in front of customers that way. So as a, as a more effective means of, of marketing. Yeah. And it's a cheap way to get your name out there too. Oh yeah. Right. I mean, it's just, a, and I completely agree about what you said about, you know, buyers are going to the social media for mm. the statistic that I heard is 67% of buyers go to the, go to social media three to five times to use, like to your point exactly before they even contact a rep. Oh yeah. So yep. we're not even around, like, again, as a salesperson, you said it right perfectly. We want to get in early to build that relationship yep. and trust. But you know, if the customer's sitting there as keyboard and doing all the research, makes it a little bit tougher for us, but that's why, you know, like guys like you and me, we're doing social media to kind of build a brand for ourselves. Yep. Exactly. Yep. Yep. Definitely. Yeah. And then I, and then, you know, we're seeing like some of the other platforms they're, they're moving to like that short form video format as well. So I think that's where we're going to see a lot of the attention over the next couple of years. Are there any other platforms out there that are up and comers? Do you think, I mean, obviously TikTok's pretty famous Then the users, yeah. Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, all those are pretty standard stuff at this point. Yeah. I think at this point, it's more like the other platforms are kind of, they're actually trying to like replicate the short form video format that TikTok's been doing really well. So like, you know, YouTube has um, shorts, Instagram has reels. I think I've heard LinkedIn is, is coming out or they kind of actually do, they incentivize short form video format. Cause you can, you can do videos within the feed. Um, yeah. and then, yeah, I'm not too sure about any other platforms. I know clubhouse was kind of big for, for a little bit. And that was actually kind of interesting in terms yeah. of like building an online presence and building credibility since it was all talking, but it kind of fizzled out. I feel like. Yeah, I would agree with that. When I remember when that first came out, it was a hot thing. Now yeah. I don't hear anyone talking about it anymore. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, uh, what's, what's your plan going forward? I mean, obviously you got a great following in, on TikTok. Yeah. Uh, anything else going forward that you got plans to, uh, to do to help your sales career, I guess. 
Sure. Yeah. So I've actually gotten some like interesting um, sales consulting inbound leads uh, requests for for me to help startups build out like their their sales teams. So I think we're going to continue to use my my TikTok to kind of build that credibility and then and see what other opportunities get get presented that way. Um, I also built out a Discord community. I have about three thousand members, um, and it's focused on uh, people looking to get into tech sales. So I would get a lot of like repeat questions. So I, I recognized that it wasn't really scalable for me to respond to everyone on a one-on-one basis. Sure. So I built out the community, um, bringing on actually a couple moderators uh, fairly shortly. So I have a few different thoughts in terms of where I want to build that out. Um, but another thing I think I, I might want to start doing is I've been getting a few brand partnerships requests. I definitely see like a, a potential need for like an evolution of like job boards. Um, yep. So I know startups usually struggle with building out sales teams and, and hiring. And oftentimes they're looking for like experienced reps. So there's kind of like this gap within the market of people that want to get into the industry and then startups that don't have access to these individuals and individuals who don't know about these startups. So I might, might start exploring and see if there's a way that I can incorporate TikTok into that in terms of, building additional visibility for these startups that are looking to build out like their, their sales teams. Yeah. Yeah, You, you actually, uh, that's kind of one of the questions I had for you, I I guess. So you help companies get their message out there on TikTok, right? Yep. And uh, that's a pay for service thing that you do, right? Yep. How's that, how's that going right now? I mean, I would think that with as many followers as you have, yeah, I would think that'd be pretty, pretty going pretty well for you. Yeah. Yeah. So I, um, I don't have like a ton of, so I focus on like, instead of like doing like a ton of partnerships for small, small amounts, instead I've been focusing on like a few key strategic partnerships. So there's like two sales boot camps that I partnered with that's been going very well. Um, so I'll do, I'll do posts about, you know, these boot camps and different ways that you can get into tech sales. And then I get like, you know, I have affiliate links on my, on my bio that they can use to sign up for the programs directly. And then I've also done sponsor posts for like RepView. RepView has actually been like a big partner of the of the channel. Okay. They're like Glassdoor, but for um, the tech sales industry. Um, so they they give you a lot of granularity in terms of like the reviews and performance of various sales organizations, what the pay looks like, yeah. percentage of reps hitting quota, and everything. Um, so definitely been getting yeah, definitely get a, got a I've gotten a lot of interest from different companies that want. Um, sponsored posts, but I, I try to be very selective because judicious about you, it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. One of the things you want to definitely avoid is, is diluting yourself. And then yeah. I've seen some creators, for example, like in like the finance space, they end up like shilling um, kind of like these like useless cryptocurrencies or products that, that, you know, don't really work. And then it kind of hurts your reputation that way. Yeah. No, that's, that's smart. I mean, it, it just pick and choose, right. That way yeah. you, you don't want to, cause you only have one reputation. Yep. Right, you destroy it, then you know, the, yeah. hard to hard to get that back. Absolutely. Um, so, if someone, what what advice would you give to like a, a tech? So, let me back up a little bit. I would assume that most of your followers are in technology or no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, most of them are in there. It's kind of like a mix. There's individuals who aren't in the tech industry at all and they want to get in. There's individuals yep. that are in sales that want to pivot to tech, and then also people that are in tech not in sales and then tech and sales. So kind of four different audiences. 
So what advice do you give the, like a guy, you know, young kid coming out of college that wants to get into technology, tech sales? Yeah. What's kind of, what's your counsel on that one? Yeah. Yeah. So I get that one quite a bit. So my yeah, I, would biggest, think, I yeah. even get it. I get yeah. people pinging, <laughs> pinging me like, Hey, you're a veteran sales guy, you know? Can, yeah. Can, yeah. Yeah. Big, big tip that I have there is, you know, if you're still in college, definitely try to get uh, internships. So internships go a long way in terms of, you know, getting that first job out of college, that first sales job is, is definitely the hardest one to get. Um, the second tip would be uh, leverage your like alumni network and then yeah. leverage, leverage LinkedIn. So referrals go a very long way in terms of getting your application at the top of the stack and at least getting some eyeballs on it. Um, so focus on, you know, identify like what companies you want to work at, build out a list and then identify if there's any alumni that work at those companies, try to get a referral and then also reach out directly to like the sales managers and indicate your interest. And yeah. then um, even if they might not have an opening, they'll keep you in mind or they'll let you know if there's, if there's openings coming up. Yeah. I always say when you, when you're a salesperson looking for a job, you're basically a salesman with one product. Yeah, exactly. Right? So think about it. if you sit and stare at your phone all day and wait for it to yeah. ring, it's not going to happen. Right. So yeah. I'm a big believer in networking. So yeah. that's, if you really want to, and that's kind of ties right into what you're saying is just get, exactly. get your name out there, call as many people as you can, contact as many people as you can, tell them what you're looking for. And, you know, yep. if you're aggressive enough, you'll, you'll get what you want. Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's a numbers game and you, you hit the nail on the head in terms of like treating it like a sales process. So, you know, you just got to build out your pipeline, you know, try to identify, you know, let's say 40, you know, different opportunities you want to work at. And then eventually one of them will stick. So, so what advice do you have for folks like us that want to get into the social media? Is it, is it that would you recommend it? Is it for the faint of heart or what do you think? I mean, you're doing it. I'm doing it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Ob I'm obviously doing a little bit different than you, but yeah, you, you seem to have perfected this. Yeah, I would, I would recommend it. And I think what, what does really well on the platform is pick like a niche and then kind of like stick to it, um, especially as like you're building out your following. So let's say like, if you're within like the cybersecurity industry, and you're kind of like passionate about that, you know, start putting out content, you know, related to your niche or like the product that you're selling or, or supporting, and that can help build some credibility that way. Um, if you're passionate about like, you know, different like selling techniques, you know, go ahead and, and focus on that. But I think the key is uh, consistency is key. And then also try to keep like a fairly narrow focus just to make sure that your, your content's getting in front of like the right audience. And that's how you can build your following on the platform. Cool. Well, Tom, if someone, uh, if someone wanted to get in touch with you, uh, to seek your counsel, how would they do that? Yep. Uh, so you could reach out directly to me on, uh, on Instagram, um, or, or on TikTok. So my name on TikTok is tech sales, Tom. Um, my landing page is tech So you can connect with me on LinkedIn through there or send me a message through Instagram or, or an email. Awesome. Well, I'm sure, uh, I don't think you need my help, but it sounds like you're doing okay by yourself, but hopefully we can help you out there in any, in any way we can. And uh, any last pearls of wisdom for sales folks out there? Um, I, I've watched several of your videos, all good stuff. You know, uh, any, any last uh, words of wisdom for the, for the listeners and, and the viewers out there? Yeah, I think last words of wisdom would be, you know, it's, it's not too late to join. There's still like a ton of growth happening. I remember when YouTube was really taking off like six years ago. And I thought this myself, I thought like, oh man, it's already taken off. Like I should have started like yeah. three years sooner. 
And then realistically, I should have probably leaned in even more six years ago because it's, right. it's it's just grown even even more since then. So we're going to see a lot more growth on TikTok and these other platforms. Um, so still a ton more growth uh, down the road for sure, especially on the professional content side. Yeah. I think that's where well, a lot of the growth is happening. I think one of the challenges people have, Tom, is uh, like, at least I'll speak for myself, taking that first step was the hardest. Yeah. Right. Like putting, you you know, anytime you put yourself out there for public consumption, yeah, you know, you're putting yourself out there for criticism, good, bad. Yeah. And, yeah. you know, I'm, but I think once I get over that kind of anxiety of like, oh my God, what are people going to think? Now I don't care. You know, yeah. I shouldn't say that I care, but yeah. you know what I mean? If, yeah. you know, it's uh, that, that stage is over. So, well, great. Yeah. Tom, yeah. oh, real- the other big tip I think I would say too, is like, don't, don't get too caught up on like the recording equipment or anything. You can get, you can get very far with just recording on an iPhone with the TikTok apps. So you don't have to worry about having a special camera, learning editing software. You can, you can do it all within the, uh, within the app. So that's pretty much what I've been doing and it's been working well. And I, I know a lot of other creators with, actually like over a million followers that are still only recording on their iPhone with like wow. the TikTok app. Yeah. Unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Well, Tom, again, thanks for, uh, thanks for coming on the show. Best of luck and yeah, uh, really appreciate you coming on. And that's a wrap for business brains in the bottom line yep. until next well. time.